or two. Some storms could produce heavy rainfall still overnight, a low around 50, 100% chance of rain. And rainfall amounts between half and three-quarters of an inch possible coastside and up to an inch and an inch and a half up in the mountains. Wednesday, a 50% chance of showers, a high near 59. And and then Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers with a low around 46. Monterey Bay boaters forecast for tonight. Small craft advisory in effect through Wednesday morning. Tonight, south winds 15 to 25 knots, gust up to 40 knots. And wind waves 4 to 7 feet, a west swell 9 to 14 feet at 18 seconds. Showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms out on the bay for the night. And a look at your traffic out there this evening. Traffic collision, Vera Canyon Road near Vera Knowles Drive in the Monterey area. Another traffic collision, Dolan Road near Avila Road in the Monterey area. And a traffic collision, US 101 south at Baronda Road in the Monterey area. Last but not least, traffic collision, Lockwood Yolan Road near Cross Road in the King City area if you're heading down that way. And it is about 54 degrees here at KSCO. Up next, Off the Lip Radio Show. Opinions expressed in the following sponsored program are not necessarily those of KSCO Radio, its staff, management, or advertisers. If something is said with which you disagree, please call us during the program in order to help us balance comments. Good evening and welcome to Off the Lip, the show about surfing and skateboarding. If you'd like to join the show tonight, give us a call at 831-479-1080. That's 831-479-1080. And now, here are your hosts for tonight's program, Neil Pearlberg and Terry Campion. Yes, good evening and welcome. We're back here with the Off the Lip Radio Show broadcasting from... Santa Cruz, California. Got a great show for you tonight. I want to wish everyone a happy new year. And uh, TC, a lot of stuff's going on since you, since you were uh, you were granddad. I'm going to be a grandpa. Yep. year old. I have a grandson on the way coming in May. I'm very excited. Being that I've had daughters. Barrick. Barrick. Yeah, I told my daughter, I'm, I'm like, when he's 10 years old, we're getting tattoos. And I'm, he's going to get a dirt bike when he's one year old. We're going to race cars. You know, I'm going to smoke pot with him first. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, I'm like, I was going to be like bad you grandpa. Think, you will. You'll smoke pot with him first. Yeah, His kid's first bond here. It's going to be with you. Well, you know, the, the, the stigmatism off of it. We could, you know, but no, I'm going to have a lot of fun. I'm, uh, You know, by the time he's race car driving age, I'll be retiring from race car driving. Yeah. And I am going to go race car driving with my grandson. You and are? It's going to be, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Well, we got a great show. We're, we're 2019. It's our ready. first show of the year. It is first show. We got, we got like. Ten shows, lined, more than that, lined up. Some big ones. And tonight's very important because we have Mark Sponsor here from StormSurf. Yeah. And we, you and I need to get educated. This isn't going to be an education for us because we've had a lot of great surfers on the show. Mm-hmm. But really, where do the waves come from? I don't know. You know, Mavericks, where did the... <laughs> not a, I have a you lot, haven't lot. thought about that one? Well, I did, but you know what? We're going to get to the bottom, bottom of it. But first of all... Okay. We have a new sponsor of the show, and oh. this, which is important because you and I, you know, you and I, we have oh, a contest. Here we, we go. You and I, we, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> we have our contests, right? Yes. We've had diet contests, mm-hmm. yoga contests, yep. beer drinking contests, uh, whatever. Whatever, content, right, yeah. right? Very competitive. But now we're going to do a Rolf and contest. Have you ever been Rolfed? I don't even know what that is. Mark, have you ever been Rolfed? 
Deep tissue massage? Yeah. All right. Like, so, okay. So, so, are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. So, Matthew Hartman, right? He's a, I, I surf with him, paddleboard with him. He's a great guy. And he wants to be a part of the show. Great. He's a rolfer. He's, he's a rolfer. So, I think what we're going to have to do is you and I are going to get rolfed. Mm-hmm. Did right? that industry get a bum name? Rolfing? Could it be like, a, can we I just don't. call it deep tissue massage? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I feel but like we're going to find out who's the biggest pussy. Okay. Right? Uh, is it, you and I are going okay, so you you to go get on the table. <laughs> it hurts? Is that the uh, It hurts. Oh, yeah. Right? Does it hurt, Mark? Oh, it does. It yes. hurts, right? All right. It, it hurts. hurts good. <laughs> it hurts good. All right. So we're going to get on the table, All right. and then he's going to come in, mm-hmm. right, and let us know who's the biggest wuss. Well, I'm. I am. To- now, is it? Uh, is, there's a, is there healing have, with rolfing? Because I, I, I would I, love to get my shoulder move your worked bones, out. bones. They move your muscles. Right. They move, you, get, you get moved. And is this a contest? Yes. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna find out who yeah. hurts the I most. Mean, I well, welcome Matthew to. Uh, so can I to pay off? Can show. I pay off the, him this? No, hurt, you cannot. More? No, no, no. You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, hey. So here's a hundred. Our guest tonight. <laughs> our guest tonight is Mark Sponsor from Storm Surf. Who the hell is Mark Sponsor from Storm Surf? What the hell is Storm Surf? Okay, now, what, th- now this guy right here. <laughs> Just some guy. <laughs> I think he's the guy. I think he's the guy mm-hmm. that calls the shots on Mavs. Oh. Does it go? Are we going? Are we so, not going? Are we, is let's it find be- out why we didn't have a contest a few weeks ago. We'll so talk about you that. Can, you can ask the questions. All right. There's some answers that can't be told. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. How come 90% of our guests can't talk about what, what we want to talk about until we go to Star Benny afterwards? I know. The best shows happen after the show. It's funny. We'll get the answers, but it won't be on the air. No. Yeah. All right. So I want to welcome I want to welcome Mark Sponsor from Storm Surf. And we're going to find out who Mark Sponsor is. And what storm storm surf is all about? Because it's, it's storm surf is very very important and pinpoint when it comes to surfing, uh, when it comes to big wave contest worldwide. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. You're the guy. I'm one of the guys. But you're one of the guys. That's <laughs> why he's here. That's why he's here at the show. Okay. We have all so the you, guys. You, okay, That's right. You, all the best are yes. right here. Since yes. a young age, how old are you now? Oh, I'm still young. Old. You're old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've, exactly. always, you've always had a fascination with weather, correct? And, oh, yeah, since right? I was like a tiny kid. In Florida? In Florida, yeah. Tornadoes? It, uh, hurricanes, hurricanes, actually. Seven years Tornadoes. old, living there, in there. Big hurricane like a cat. Two or three hurricanes. Cat three hurricane came right over the house, the eye over the house. Oh, your like house. 120 mile an hour winds, minimum. And, you know, in those days... They used to so we had metal shutters. You put them down over the windows, and we lived in an avocado orchard. So literally all night long, bam, bam, avocados bam, banging on the shutters, <laughs> right? You know, and you, and you, you know, I had no clue what was going on, right? But uh, you know, and literally, it sounds like a train is going by your house. It just it's this deep roar. Well, and then so the, the eye, you saw the eye. In the eye. You so go the out eye. and you can look up and see the stars. See Dorothy no. up there and stuff? Yeah, and oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dorothy. Wicked Witch of the West. Dorothy. Dorothy. Wow. Like, so oh. nothing, right? Nothing. Literally nothing. It goes completely quiet. You can look up and there's stars. But all around, you know, like out 10 miles in either direction, you just see this evil wall cloud. And how old were you when you saw that? Oh, seven. Wow. Like and then that. your mom's like, get your ass.
ass back in the house. Oh, so my dad was a weather fanatic too. He was big into it. He, you know, so that's what kind of got us into it, and especially living in, living in Miami and the hurricanes, and and then he'd go out to the Outer Barrier Islands, go out to help people after the storms came through, and their houses literally would go, you know, six eight feet deep in water, and you know everything they had was just destroyed. So he was, you know, he was kind of trying to help people out and that sort of thing, but and then always watching the storms. And back in those days, there was no satellites, hmm. there was no internet, right. there was right. nothing. I mean, this was. And Kids now? Yeah, I do. I have a and are they? Are they? Is she a weather nut? Oh yeah, she paddles out at Mavericks. Oh, all right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she's 21. She's uh-huh. a charger. When That's you, a so fantastic. What, is that when you first became interested in weather? Was at that at seven at years old? At that tender young age of seven. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I wasn't really conscious of it. You know, right. it was just. There was a lot of energy around this weather stuff, and you know, you you know, you could feel it. It was visceral. It was the sort of thing that you can't ignore when it happens. Can you can you tell us a story about from then? From it's gonna be I know it's gonna be fast. From then to uh, the you know, the West Coast here, right? Okay, Northern California and Mavericks. How 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 did Storm Surf come about, and how did you get involved in in in, in making weather your passion? Yeah, well, eventually what happened was we moved up to a place called Cocoa Beach, Florida. I'm sure no one's ever heard of it. There, there was like some Slaters small, yeah, some there. inconsequential <laughs> surfer that lived there. He lived like two blocks over, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, you know, so, of course, hurricanes were what made surf. I mean, and that was the big thing. But, again, back in the day, no Internet. Yeah, there was a satellite image that would pop up in the paper every now and then. You look at that and you go, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, you know. But, really, there was nothing. But right before... I left Florida to move out here, which was in 95. This guy I know, he he worked, he goes, he was a real technology guy. And he says, I, we were at work one day, and he says, come back here. I want to show you something. And he was all, like, mysterious and dark about it. And we go into this computer room just full of monitors and, you know, technology and stuff. And he goes, look at this screen. And I looked at it. He goes, this is called the Internet. And, I go, and it, instantly he popped up, like, buoy data and satellite photos and charts and it was like oh my god this is the holy grail right right right. and within like three months of that boom we were out here you know and uh and internet was a lot more available a lot more accessible i mean it was still through the phone but quickly within like a year it was they had cable cable internet right right? Mm -hmm. and as soon as that happened it goes oh oh i you know but even before that, I was starting to do forecasts. As soon as we moved out here, like within a week, I was snooping around Mavericks and ran into Jeff and started talking with him. And, you know, we sort of traded some stories and that sort of thing. And then I started doing like just really basic uh, email forecasts to him and friends. Were they precise? Were, they, were, they, were, you, were you correct compared to what? I'm doing now. It was it was good for the time, but right. it wasn't a whole lot. Right. But I mean, within so I did that email thing for maybe three months or something like that. And then I go, well, if I can do an email, I want to put some pictures in it too. I'll I'll build a web page, mm, right? right? You know, real right. basic stuff. And you know, so I put a web page up, and the first day it got like 30 views, and a week later it had like a thousand views like, a day. Oh, and it's like, oh wait, something's going on here, you right. know? And then right. it just started snowballing, and so hmm. I sort of got sucked into the rabbit hole. And was right. that Storm Surf? The, that was Storm. You surf. called it back then. It was Storm Storm Surf, surf right? Oh well, yeah, I could actually yeah. get the URL, and it was available. Now you got to have, you know, right. I'm looking for bigwaves.com or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. something. TC, before we get a break, people can watch the show live on Facebook 
for yes. Santa Cruz Waves. Yes. They can, uh, they can type in questions they may have for Mark. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and we have a bunch of listeners right now. Just to go through a couple quick things, we have a uh, someone saying hello from Denver. Erica from Norway. We got people from um, all over the place. Yeah, uh, Abe was saying it was windy at Mavs. That's why we didn't have the content. Okay, this portion show is brought to you by. Oh, here we go. My good friend Sean Rovai. That guy dragged me out the other day at platforms. <laughs> he dragged me out platforms the other day. Come, then, he's waving at me. Come on out. Come on out. I got took nine waves on the head. Huh? Yeah. Thanks a lot, Sean. Really appreciate I, that. Well, uh, that uh, bastard. Did you deserve that? I did. He's okay. like, how'd that feel? I go, you, and, he, and he, then he went in, too. That Happy dog. New Year, Neil. Yeah, thank you very much. He's looking for home, health, auto, commercial. He's looking for insurance. Please give Sean a call, 462-3222. Yeah, he's, that guy has snaked more ways than me than anybody else I know. Amazing. Truly ha- Even his staff are laughing. Has he snaked more ways from you? Yeah, he has. Uh, John Sis. John Sis took a week in Mexico. Really? John Sis was in Mexico for like two weeks. Where's his spot? He where? Mexico? Do you know where he, he goes? He was in Cabo. Oh, he likes Cabo. Yeah, he came back. He was dying in yoga. Oh. Di- di- sucking mm-hmm. wind. So he was the on day. the Margarita Trail down there. He was there. on the Margarita Trail. Yeah. Okay. But John Six is the president of Lighthouse Bank. But I thank John for sponsoring the show. I think he's going to do some more sponsoring of the KSCO. top banks in the country. But you know what? When you when you don't go to yoga, you know TC. You don't go yeah. to yoga for two weeks. I'm I, I'm that guy. You're sucking wind. Um, tomorrow John, tomorrow morning me. I'll be in there. Sucking wind. <laughs> also brought to you by Santa Cruz Mountain Brewery, award-winning organic brewery offering seasonal ales, hot ciders, and more. Stop by, enjoy the tap room and beer garden. Is that your <laughs> kryptonite? Me. That's your kryptonite, huh? That what is the brewery? Yeah. <laughs> You know, when you're sick, I've been sick for two weeks. The only thing that's worked is beer. Really? I've taken drugs. Hmm. This, uh, pearls, inhalers. Yeah. What yeah. is this crap I'm taking right here? Cough, Some, Yeah, DM. a bunch of chemicals. No, forget that crap. <laughs> you know what? Give me a damn beer. Give me a Boddington's. All right. So Give me a Boddington's. Get back to Brent. You're back to square one. All right. TC here with the Authentic Radio Show. We'll be right back. Please. Don't go away. Rolfing, here we come. Oh, boy. Here. This is Brad Timmy. And Cleo from Cleo's Corner at Pono Hawaiian Grill. Featuring wraps, teriyaki bowls, plate lunches, amazing and creative salads, vegetarian and gluten-free options, and over 20 different types of poke, all made to order, fast, fresh, and healthy. And what's your favorite, Kaleo? Um, the chicken fingers. Located at 120 Union Street in downtown Santa Cruz. Call us for takeout at 831-426-PONO. Or check us out on the web at ponohawaiangrill.com. We put the ono in Pono. Attention surfers and paddleboarders. Don't let cold water or cold air take you out of the water for five to six weeks. Protect your ear canals with custom-made earplugs. The Listening Stack in Capitola is now offering custom earplugs molded to fit your ears perfectly, comfortably protecting your ear canals from the harsh elements of the Pacific Ocean. Stop messing with universal earplugs that don't work and try something that does. Mention Off the Lip Radio and receive an extra $20 off any custom-molded earplugs in our store. The Listening Stack is located at the corner of Capitola Avenue at 41st. Listening Stack. Protect, enhance, enjoy. 831-498-9890. 
Chill Out Cafe on 41st Avenue Santa Cruz is not just a block from some of the world's best surf, but it is also where you can go relax and order the tastiest grub before and after your sesh. Plump burritos, fresh salads, sky-high sandwiches, and a superb selection of hot and cold drinks. They have something for you. Go to ChillOutCafeSantaCruz.com to view their menu and to place your order to go, call 831-477-0543. Chill Out Cafe, where they roll the fatties. Okay, we're okay, we're back here with the Authentic Red Show. Now I gotta make this is I gotta make do, okay, with my, my friend Fig from Surf City Sandwich. It's Fig, for some reason or other, Chris can't find your commercial. So here we go. I'm saying what I have there the other day. I had the salmon wrap. Yep. You've been there lately? I, you know, I haven't, but I have, I, have, I have a gift card to my wallet. I need to go use You've it. You've got to go. Because I love the, the potato be, chips he makes. The chips, yeah. You don't need, by the way, you don't need to be eating the potato <laughs> chips. They're so good. You're looking <laughs> lumpy, dude. <laughs> you can't just have one. <laughs> Surf City Sandwich right there on 41st Avenue. I had the, the other day, the salmon wrap was to die for. Oh, salmon wrap? <laughs> so please, if you get a chance, and, wow. and don't forget to vote for, for Fig on um, Santa Cruz Waves. You know, he boards. has a great surfboard collection, if anybody's interested oh in that. If you haven't been in there, go see some of the boards. He has a fantastic yeah. collection. So, thank you for listening. We hooked you up yeah. tonight, buddy. And, uh, and I love the chips. Yeah. Uh, every You get a sandwich. He, he makes his own potato chips, and he puts a scoop on there. Hey, real quick, can I mention this about sure. Roof sent in? Um, he, I just wanted to let everybody know there's a fundraiser for the Santa Cruz Board Rider Club. Uh, it's on Thursday, January 17th at Pono. Okay. And it's sign-ups for the club. Okay. So if you if you want to be involved in the Santa Cruz Club, it's an amazing group of people. They have a great time. Okay. Um, no bias. Go join the club. Very anyone cool. can join. All ages. Anybody um, can go. Anyone can go. I got to join. There's going to be a raffle. It's a fundraiser for the club. It's going to be January 17th at Pono downtown from 6 to 9. And, of course, the boardroom's going to donate some prizes. Our guest tonight, Mark Sponsor from Storm Surf. And we'll talk about some uh, – I want to talk about meteorology. Is that right? Meteorology? Meteorology. The science of weather. Exactly. Now, I've had Lee Solomon on here. You know, we've had Lee Solomon from KSBW. Oh, yeah. Right? And we talked about the weather around here. I mean, it's it's foggy in the morning. It's it's sunny in the evening. That's it. It's Santa Cruz. He said, no, there's a lot of microclimates around here. So, let me ask you a question. Mark, where do you get your data from to predict so far in advance an incoming swell? So our, the data actually comes from NOAA, the supercomputers that NOAA has. But it, the data that we get isn't readable by any human. It's just binary data. And so I take it, process it all, you build can read it. Hang on. You can read it. I can't actually read it, but my software can. And it goes and creates it and builds custom images. And that's what StormSurf's all about. You want to see the wave models, the weather models, whether it's going to rain, what the wind's right. doing, the how jet the, stream, how all the that. How the amoeba's going to cross the ocean. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. You talk about microclimates. Well, this is we're in the exact opposite mode. We're in macroclimates and not climates nearby, but climates 1,000, 2,000 miles out in the ocean. That's what we're interested in. The average person goes, oh, they see it's windy and rainy near shore, and they go, oh, the surf must be good. Right. No, no, no. That's not the way it works at all. It's what's happening out on the international dateline, you know, 2,400 nautical miles west of Santa Cruz. That's where all the action is. Yeah. And, 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 how, and how can you pick? Go ahead, CC. No, I was going to say, uh, I'm a typhoon guy. You know, like I think those swells, like Jim Denovan said, the swell, the Big South Swell 79 was a typhoon swell. <laughs> and uh, and I, is that how, like, is it how they turn? What? 
the typhoon swells, the hurricane swells, the big northwest, the big north from Alaska. What makes the swells so big when, from those storms? So what can can happen, especially like in the fall time frame, you get typhoons <coughs> over in the West Pacific. They get and they're traveling to the west, like towards Japan and towards the Philippines. And then they'll get caught by the jet stream and they'll start turning to the north and northeast and start coming back at us over the dateline, but then they hit the jet stream. And if the jet stream's just right, and if, especially if it's like an El Nino-type year, then those things get supercharged and they turn into early season. They call them extratropical storms, but they're really like supercharged winter storms with intense winds and, you know, like 60-knot winds, which is hurricane force. But they're not like a, a hurricane is like the winds extend out, you know, 100 or 200 miles. But in something like this... There, you'll literally get a thousand nautical miles of 50 knot or stronger winds aimed right at the west wow. coast of the U.S., and that can generate a huge swell. So the, the, so the huge, the huge swell we had about what two weeks ago, TC? Yeah, it was a Tuesday. It was a Tuesday, right? Wasn't it? Yep. yep. You, you, how far, how far out were you from predicting that? I mean, back days before. I mean, theoretically, it, it really depends. So is, it, is it pinpoint? But and is, it, is it pinpoint? The further out you go, the more uh, chaos there is in the forecast. So there's there's a lot of uncertainty. But once, so let's say once the storm actually forms, you know, and you have winds blowing on the ocean surface, from that point on, you can pretty much time it down to within an hour or two of when the swell's going to arrive. Literally, that quick, that, that, literally, that. I can paddle out at Mavericks when it's flat as a lake and know that within, okay, in the next half hour, the first 15-foot set's going to hit. Huh. Should go from nothing to 15 feet. Yep. And we do it all the time. It's part, it's part of a game we play now. You know, it's like, oh, get out, get some waves before all the boys show up kind of thing. Plan it. Out. Literally. And do you, do you sometimes fudge the numbers to get that half hour of... First, first set. Oh, you've been talking to people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just saying. Oh, well, well, typically not, but sometimes I'll influence the forecast just a little bit so I can get a window for an hour. But do 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 those guys, do the professional surfers come to you for to you know for for information to get an edge? That's exactly what really storm surf is about is getting an edge is getting an edge providing super detailed forecast for the pro level guys that they can't get on it anywhere else mm. and to zoom it in to where we can tell them when the swell is going to hit within an hour how big is it going to be to within six inches hmm. can i get your cell phone number so i can find out what capitol is going to be like like next thursday <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, was, I was just thinking if you were an employer and had a surfer, you'd have to, like, block him from storm surf. <laughs> you know, that's like, do you, no. And the WSL now runs Mavs. Yeah, I mean, and, and there's other contests, too, but I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Mavs. Stick with one, go with Mavs. Do, why, like, for that, that, that swell a couple weeks ago on that Tuesday, how come the contest wasn't called in that day? Um, so the the big part of the and, swell, are you, and are you the guy? Are you the guy? Are you like 
percent, 70%, 80%? Yeah, I'm a contributor. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the local guy, right? The okay. local knowledge, right? WSL has their team that does, you know, their thing, and they've got their official, you know, sponsors, but then they have the local guys, and so I'm the local guy. Right. And, and I contributed. Yes, I did. And we, we talked all about, really, it was Monday was the concern. Well, that was the big day, right? That was the tow day. And, well, how big is it going to be? Is it really a tow day? Is it a third reef day? Or what kind of day is it? And we all kind of agreed it's probably going to be a solid second reef day, but too big. You know, like 2010, you were able to paddle in on second but, reef. The, when Buddhist won? Yeah, right. yeah, right, that insane swell. Right. But the other side was... And the storm didn't move as close as the 2010 swell did either. So you. What do you mean by close? Literally, it, it only it, that's the fetch of the storm got to within a thousand nautical miles of Mavs, whereas in 2010 it got to within 600 nautical miles. Hmm. The closer the storm gets to you, yeah, the bigger the waves are because there's less decay. The, you know, the further a swell okay. travels, okay. it starts losing height. It right. gains intervals in too, though, right? Yeah, exactly. But the other side is the closer it gets, then you, you get a lot of jumbledness and it gets mm-hmm. really out of control. And so um, what was special about 2010 was it got close, but then it literally hit like a brick wall and there was no wind between us and the storm. So you got a relatively clean swell. The issue with this storm from uh, two weeks ago or whenever that was is the storm didn't get as close. But behind the storm, there was literally 2,000 miles of 30-knot winds blowing right at us. So there was the swell, but there was all the wind swells. So you got this lumpy, ugly kind of thing, and that's not really, you know. And then you start playing dodgeball with 40- and 50-foot waves, and you're trying to have a paddling contest, right. right? And if everybody's sitting in the channel, you know, scared, uh, you know, I mean, literally fearing for your lives and... It's supposed to be a contest, right? Right. You're supposed right. to get everyone has to have a shot at least two waves in there. We heat. don't need but anyone the, to the, get. Does WSL want a contest to be on a weekend? Uh, is, they, that, is, that, is that a myth? That, there was no. I heard nothing okay. that suggested that was the case. Those guys are committed to running the event, and they want to run the event. And they want to run it in big surf, but they want it to be, you know, a reasonable show where people have a reasonable chance to Absolutely. catch some bombs. Well, right. and let's be real too. If, if they run a successful event, it turns to revenue. Right. You know, and so they want to run a successful event. They're and, a money-making venture. One thing about that swell, too, was in the photos look really manageable. The video did not look manageable. Well, that's you know? it. <laughs> so so that's the other thing is people see it. They go on, you know, Instagram, whatever. They see a picture, too, and goes, why didn't they run the concerts? It looks awesome. Yeah. yeah. If you look at the video or if you're sitting out there for any length of time and you really get a sense of what's going on, it's a whole different thing. Pictures can lie very nicely. One, well, was that a 60-foot swell? Uh, yeah, I'll give it 40, 50, I'll say 50 foot faces. Yeah. Uh, A. Brightson, have you seen any major changes of weather since you started your career? Yeah, so, um, it, yes, weather's always changing. Have I seen major changes? It seemed like back in the day there was a lot more bigger swells, and it's, for whatever reason, it may be just, there isn't as much energy in the atmosphere at the moment, but there's a reason for that, too. There's this thing called the Pacific Decadal Oscillation. I'm not going to bore you with the details, hmm. but we talk about El Nino and La Nina. Well, the, the PDO is like a 20-year El Nino followed by a 20-year La Nina. Wow. And we're in the La Nina phase of that thing. Hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so 
97 was that big major El Nino. I don't know if you guys right. remember. Yeah. That, yep. So that was the last, theoretically, the thought was that was the end of the warm phase of the PDO. That was the end of a like a 25-year cycle of just crushing surf. And then right after that, we went into the down phase of the cool phase of the PDO. And we're thinking now, somewhere in the past two, three years, that maybe we're starting to turn the corner and go back into the warm phase of the PDO. And the warm and meaning stronger storms? Stronger storms, more precipitation, everything. Hmm. Question for you. The professional surfers nowadays, like Kyle Lenny or any of the guys who are surfing maps, how much information um, do they need? I mean, are they interested in weather? Are they interested in going up to taking it to the next step to be the you know the guy you know how much information are they are they giving them get, taking in in order to be the best surfer that they can be so it varies or are they just surfers like oh it varies i mean some of the guys literally are just surfers and they just sort of go with what every the other guys do but a bunch of them are extremely technical they have I mean, literally, they show me their history logs. Oh, I remember this storm, and they've got copies of the wave models and the weather models from the site, you know, and we go through and look at it and all, and they're deep down a rabbit hole, and they're using that information to their advantage to further their careers. Have you ever been bumped by a great white shark? Someone asked me today, Mr. Ryan, my friend Ryan Masters asked me, ask him about if he's bumped by by a great white shark out at Mavs in 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 the 90s. I, I wasn't bumped, but I paddled out with two guys that got a little bit more than bumped. What's what's a little bit more than bumped? Like the uh, so we they wanted to paddle out at Mavs early season. We didn't know though. That's that's not you know we just say oh okay it's a small day it looked fun so we started paddling out. These guys weren't real strong paddlers. We got around Mushroom Rock, which is about the halfway point to Mavs. They said. I'm going to take a break. I need to rest. And I said, okay, I'm just going to go paddle out to the peak. You guys are in the channel. You're safe. Just paddle on out when you're ready. So they're sitting there on their boards, and I hadn't got maybe more than a minute and a half away from Of course, I couldn't hear anything, but apparently this big old shark came. They were sitting on the boards. This big shark came right up underneath, hit the, the, the bottom of the guy's board, lifted him and the board six feet up in the air with his jaws around the board. The guy, fortunately, disconnected from his board and rolled down the back of the shark while the sh- shark is thrashing with his board in his mouth. Oh, man. <laughs> right. Then the, the shark spits out the board, and his buddy was sitting right next to him. The shark lunges for his buddy, but then goes right under him and disappears. And we didn't know anything about it. So about a little a little bit later, I'm going, God, what happened to those guys? I was with, you know, what's going on? They're in not, the car. Not more than three minutes after that, the Coast Guard boat comes up and says, get out of the water. There's been a shark attack. We're like, yeah, right. Where? Like down in Half Moon Bay? Come on. And they again, the guy gets on the bullhorn and goes, get out of the water. There's been a shark attack. And uh, I was with uh, Doc Reniker. And, you know, he's yeah. a pretty smart guy, pretty aware of what's going on. He goes... You know, they've never done that before. <laughs> Maybe that means something. Yeah. You know, and we're like, shoot, man, this is the first swell of the season. We all grudgingly paddled in. We walk into the parking lot, and there's this guy. He doesn't have a scratch on him. His eyes are as big as saucers, and you look at his board. His b- 
big old bite mark right out of the board. He wow. got lucky. He got very lucky. You are listening to the Off the Lip Radio Show right here on KSCO AM 1080. You can watch it on uh, Facebook Live with Santa Cruz Waves. Our guest tonight is Mark Sponsor from Storm Surf. I'm here with my good friend TC. Good to see you, buddy. This portion is brought to you by the Hideout Nap Toss. I want to give a, <clears throat> a shout-out to my friend Jeff that was bartending there, and he's he passed away. Oh. So, um, yeah, that sucks. That's sad. Really sad. Hmm. So, anyway, um, yeah. Jeff, uh, rest in peace, my friend. And if you get a chance, go stop by the Hideout Nap Toss and pour you a good drink, give you a tentative friendly service. You can talk biz. Just go in and say hi. And uh, they'll treat you right there at the hideout. Also, and, and wow, the food there. Whew. It's really damn good. Yeah. It's really good. Also brought to you by Hot, uh, Hot Elevation Studios. I've been going, TC. <laughs> Come join me on the map for Hot Pilates. Yes, hate that. Power yoga. Hate that. Yoga sculpt. Really hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Deep stretch seven days a week. Class and schedule and rates. Go to purepoweryoga.net. Also brought to you by the Kayak Connection. If you don't want to get eaten by a shark, you want to enjoy the Pacific Ocean, just go paddle out there. Elkhorn Slough. Uh, go check out the. Uh, they're also at the Santa Cruz Yacht Harbor. Uh, that is a kayakconnection.com. My friend uh, Dave Grigsby owns it. He's a great guy, and he'll take very good care of you if you get a chance to go check out some uh, the kayaking at Elkhorn Slough. And this is Neil and TC here with the Authentic Radio Show, where between now and next week, you and I are going to be rolfing. Oh boy, we're going to be rolfing, buddy. Rolfing contest. Rolfing contest. <laughs> Here with Mark Sponsor from Storm Surf. This is Neil TC. We'll be right back. It's very short break. Break. Please hang out. Stick with us. Thank you very much. This is Numa and Isaac from Aloha Island Grill. Well, summer's right around the corner here in Santa Cruz, and that means one thing. It's time to come get your grind on at the Aloha Island Grill. Come over to Aloha Island Grill and eat some food. We're located on the corner of Portola and 17th Avenue, and we've got a beautiful lanai for you to come sit out on. We've got a fine assortment of plate lunch, fresh ahi pokey, and other wonderful treats for you to enjoy. My favorite food at Aloha Island Grill is Kalua Pig. We've got ice-cold beer and wine for those hot summer days. And try some of our homemade POG, Passion Orange Guava Juice. It's delicious. For to-go orders, give us a call at 479-3299. Find us on the web at alohaislandgrill.com or come on down to 1700 Portola Drive. Aloha Island Grill is a proud member of Think Local First. Back here with the off the radio show. I'm falling asleep. Dad, thanks, Chris, for the reminder. Uh, Neil here with TC, my dear friend. And yes, we're sir. on Facebook Live with Santa Cruz Waves. I'm sucking down. I still I can't get rid of this damn cough. It's all right. You'll be better. And uh, our guest tonight is is the uh, the one and only. He's the man. He is the forecaster for Mavs. I'm going to give him that title. Yes. I'm giving him that title, but I've got questions for him. Should we finish, uh, our, should you, we finish our shark story really quick? We, we, we Go jumped, ahead. We, well, we're just mentioning. We were talking about sharks and Mavs, and we said we saw the shark at Jack's paddle out, half hour before the paddle out, 15-footer jumped out of the water. Yeah. Uh, about four feet, maybe out of the water, arched back, mouth wide open, lots yeah. of teeth, gigantic belly flop. And the Coast Guard was escorting us out of the kelp bed because we were in the kelp bed, and they wanted all boats outside the kelp. 
And I look over at the guy and I go, are you going to say anything about that? And he says, F no. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. We we didn't paddle out for a while until some schmo comes paddling by us, a right? paddle board. Yeah. But who's this idiot? <laughs> I know. We, we eat the paddle we, board. You and I were still cuddling on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, are we going to paddle out? Hell no. there was nobody around there. Oh, yeah. No, yeah you, it was early. You need okay. other bait out there. <laughs> yes. Mark, how do you predict an incoming swell? Um, what makes the waves so big? Like the, the other day when it was 50, 60 feet, what makes them that that size? So typically what I'm looking for is I look at the jet stream models, okay, and these are winds up about 30,000 feet, and you want to see a strong consolidated jet stream flow pushing almost the whole way across the Pacific with winds 150, 160 knots. You're, we're talking up 150, uh, up up high though. Yeah, up high, up right. where the jets fly. Okay, but what that does is that imparts energy to the the uh, what's going on at the surface. So then you look at surface level charts and you look for a low pressure system down at the surface, like 960 or so millibars. Okay, but what you really want is wind. Mm. Wind is what imparts energy it's to the ocean. It's called fetch, right? Right. The dis so. You got to have wind, let's say at least 45 knots, which is roughly 45, 50 miles an hour. But then the distance that wind blows over, you just don't want it to blow like a, a hundred nautical miles. You want it to blow over maybe 800 or a thousand nautical miles, and that's called the fetch, right? So yeah. a thousand miles of 40 to 45 mile an hour winds blowing at your beach, blowing at you, and then you want it to blow for. But you, I, but you know it's coming at you. It won't veer. It won't veer off course. Oh, you sometimes know they do. Okay. Yeah, sometimes they do. They look like they're gonna blow up and start pushing towards you, but then they they veer off and they go to the north. They go, you know, or yeah. they just dissipate or whatever. So the idea is you need that wind machine blowing at you over a large area for a long period of time, like for a day or two days. That's considered, you know, to get. Yeah, that much wind in one place, two days is a pretty good fetch, right? And then aimed at you. So, and that's what imparts energy to the ocean, and that's what makes the, you know, the raw seas, the perfect storm, you know, right. Right. out in the boat, hanging yeah. on for dear life, right? Has, has there been a perfect storm at Mavs? I mean, how? Has, what, what was the what was the year? Was 2010 a British one? Yep. That 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 was an insane swell, and that was probably about as perfect as you're going to get for any big wave contest. But that's not to say it couldn't happen again. And or the story of how he won it was too was a, was a remarkable. Flying in without even his own board. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> great story. Yeah. You know, I just have to imagine all the swells that weren't seen, like the trees that fell in the forest that nobody heard. Like well, over right. over the oh, last at night, you know, I mean, thousand years. Let's just go back a short time. All right. Imagine what was seen out there if somebody actually saw it. There, there's been waves since the beginning of time, yeah. right? And there's waves all over the planet. You just have to go one, know where they are, know where there's bottom bathymetry that supports making a rideable wave, and then you just have to have the will to go do it. People right. are doing it now. It's amazing where people go. They're looking at every little nook and cranny trying right. to find oh, surf. And, and, you, and, and where it's icy. Do you? I, I just saw a video of these guys surfing. Where is it? Lake Superior? Oh, yeah. The, 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 the yeah. Vansa? Yeah. Those boys, those, those boys been on the show. We've we've had had them on the, yeah, we've had them on the oh, show. Oh, those guys are nuts. Yeah. 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 The, the ice right? beards, right? Yeah. yeah. Those guys are crazy. <laughs> Absolutely insane. We 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 gripe but about those how guys, cold it is here. But yeah. those guys have they, those guys have the same similar forecast uh, projections as you do. They have fetch, right? Yeah. The wind. 
Yeah. yeah. Going across the, like Lake Superior, Lake Huron, right? It's they the need same that, thing. They need that wind. It's the same thing, right? Right. But they they literally are in the fetch area. That is, exactly. you know, they're they're at the end of that that fetch, trying to catch it because they don't have any extra room for to allow the swell to or the raw seas to propagate out and sort of groom themselves and dissipate just a little bit to clean it up and make it, you know, corduroy. And they have mini swells there where they're like here and gone in a moment, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. literally. Yeah. You live or die by the wind. They may there. be they may be the top of the chain as far as who's got balls. It's, you know, you, you know, right? I, I thought they all froze off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a do you do you particularly have a pecking order of 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 place that's difficult to surf between like Jaws, Pipeline, Nazare, Pihai, Piahi, Piahi, Chopu, Waimea, Cortez Bank. Is there Mavs? Is there? Is, do you have a favorite, or is there? Is there a more difficult one? Which is the pinnacle? Do you think? Um, so to me, I mean, my favorite, of course, is Mavs because I live here and I get to surf here and I put a lot of time in. Um, but Piahi to me seems like an incredibly challenging wave. I mean, that—that's my next stop is to go paddle out there, and you know, if I don't catch anything, at least go check it out in detail. I mean, time in the water, time observing with your own eyes is a lot different than watching afar from a cam or you know, right. you looking at wave models or secondhand stories or whatever. Just the sound. Yes. You know, literally, that's... you want to feel the ocean. Yeah. I got the opportunity to do that out at uh, Cortez, and it was quite a trip. Oh, and quite a trip to sit in the water on your board over there, and it, you know, in Cortez. Yes, there's yeah. no land at Cortez. No, that's that's the you're sitting there on in your the board the in the middle of the ocean. These giant waves breaking, uh, kelp. You know, there's. A lot of kelp out there, but it's very dark water, and you just get this feeling like some monster's just going to come up and grab you and suck you under, and you're going to be gone forever. Flake of goldfish food on top. Yeah, pretty much. When we had that swell a couple weeks ago, that Monday, do you think about what the heck was going on Cortez Bank right now? So whenever any of these storms blow up, there's always that... Well, is it Mavs? Is it Cortez? Is it Totos? Is it Piahi? Right? And so you got to do forecasts for all those places. But, I mean, it's a great learning opportunity, too, because you get to, you know, you literally can say, okay, it's going to hit here for, you know, like Piahi. Then it's going to hit Mavs. Then it's go to Cortez. Then it's go to Totos. And you could literally string a trip together and hit all those spots if you had the energy and the money to do it. Yeah. Like, like Ben Parsons do that before? Uh, there, there's a couple of people that yeah. have, and back in the day, was it Mike Stewart? I think he chased some swell from Peru the whole yeah. way up to Alaska. We're talking like 30 years ago. Yeah, I, I can't see you as being, I can't see you being a fan of the surf ranch, where it's all <laughs> man-made. You know, this perfect wave. You, do, you, you have. They, they're not calling you. I can't see you Kelly calls me every day. What's the surf going to be like at the ranch? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's the wind? Right. What's the wind going to be like? affected by wind. You know, it could yeah, be a little more. Yeah, it could be, but there's not enough fetch to even hardly create a yeah. shop. Best ride, best ride you've seen at Mavs was? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, Jeff towing in Jay. At sunset on some swell back. Moriarty? Uh, yeah, yeah. And this is right at the beginning of the tow days, you know, and this is sort of sacrilege to say it, but it was just like 
all the old guard just sort of moved aside over in the channel and let Jay tow because it was this new thing. It was just, it was sort of like Kai Lenny today, you know. He's just a step above everyone else, just blowing their minds as the sun's setting over the horizon, the winds offshore, you know, that whole magical kind of thing. That was a special moment. Hmm. That's awesome. You mentioned Kai Lenny. Do you think, do you think the competitors now are like, oh my goodness gracious me? We have to step up. We've got to take our whole our game and move it up to his his level basic, because of what he's been doing in order to compete with him. There's a generational shift going on, I think. I mean, there, there's the old guard at Mavs that's been there for, you know, years and years. They're great surfers, you know, but it, there's this new generation of hungry young guys that are coming up that just look at the world differently, and they're projecting their view of the world on the waves, and it's right. it's awesome. Well, and we did that with Tazzy and Nick Lamb and a few guys, you know, but there's new guys now. Right. You know, like suddenly Tazzy's not the new guy. He, he's, you know, you know, he's an established. I mean, yeah, and, he's one and, of the guys. And, and nothing in disrespect to oh, him. His I wave mean, he caught two weeks ago yeah. was the highlight of the swell, in my opinion. You know, it's, it was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, every 10 years or so, there's a new guard that comes in that just sort of like shakes the tree and wakes everyone up, goes, oh, you thought you were great. Well, take a look at this. Who's, uh, who's shaking the tree the hardest, you think? Man. Is there somebody that just kind of do you think is special out there right now? Um, well, of course, Kai Lenny, right? And uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Luca. Oh, Luca. Up in Half Moon Bay. Yeah. Right? Local, local. Yeah. I got, you know, star right there. Got to give a shout out to the local guys. And, yeah. and I mean, there's, there's a lot. A lot of others. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the, uh, listen the Off It Radio Show right here on KSCO. Uh, very, very quickly. Upcoming. Hey, by the way. Yeah. Figs watching. Yeah, I hope, I hope, and, I, and he probably missed our ad. We gave Fig the best ad big in history. Blow up for it. Big blow up for it. Blew him. up Surf City. Blew it up. Yeah. Uh, next week, Jason Jesse's coming back. Wow. We're going to talk about his comeback. Mm-hmm. Right? Hard hard questions for Jason well, Jesse. I saw some posts on Facebook. People were saying, are you going to ask the hard questions? January 22nd, Brian Hart. Bless his heart. He's got back. Uh, January 29th, Locomotive Breath, great band here in Santa Cruz. February 5th, John Mel Sr. February 12th, Joint Chiefs Band, love those guys. Those guys rock. And uh, the one and only Bro Bro. Marcel Soros. Marcel Soros, February (laughs) 19th, Bro Bro. And uh, great band here, local band. They were on my other show. It was so good. I'm going to have them come on off the radio show. Wild Iris is going to play on February 26th. Uh, Neil T.C. here with the Offit Red Show. Hang on a second, Chris. This portion show is brought to you by Merge Four Socks. I'm wearing them. Not wearing them tonight, but you are. I want to mm-hmm. thank Cindy for sponsoring the show. I should have brought a, I'm gonna get. I'm going to get, get Mark a pair of Merge Four Socks. I thought socks. all the guests get socks. I know, but I forgot to bring them. I've been sick. Oh, Neil man. T.C. here with the Offit Red guys Show. Fresh show break. Don't go away. Yeah, I got excuses for not bringing <laughs> socks. <laughs> Fall is here with an awakening ocean, and what you need is something that shows you the waves and tides in an instant. A wave clock on your desk or wall shows you what's happening out there right now. No need to fumble for a phone or computer to check a digital forecast. The wave clock brings you real-time views of the tides and waves. Whether for you or a gift for your favorite surfer, sailor, 
fisherman, or ocean lover, the Wave Clock is perfect. We have amazing designs sourced from local woods, including reclaimed redwood. Sign up now for our newsletter at www.thewaveclock.com to get an exclusive KSCO discount for the holidays. Again, sign up at www.thewaveclock.com to find the perfect gift for your favorite ocean fan or yourself and begin to see the ocean in a new way. Okay, we're back with the off the radio show. We're going to take Mark. Mark said to me, he goes, I'm going to come down to your show, hour-long show. Are you going to feed me? Yes, we're feeding him at <laughs> Star Benny right down the street, who's, by the way, opening up this big shindig. In Scotts Valley, yeah, yeah. In Scotts Valley. Star right Benny the number two. In, the old Bowling building. It's got a big, mm-hmm. big thing going on over yeah, there with, yeah. with the Star Benny. Uh, our guest tonight is the one and only Mr. Mark Sponsler. From one, Storm Surf. One thing, too. Surf City Sandwich gave us a thumbs up. He did? Oh, my yeah. God. Thank yeah. God for that. So the, they're, 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 my phone didn't start ringing. They're stoked on the ad over there. Okay. Thank goodness for that. Um, seen a lot of incredible surf from Portugal. Nazari, right? Yes. Is that is That that seems to me like it's, it's, someone just served an 80-foot wave there. It seems like that thing that that place is the is the new Mount is the new Mount Everest. It it's a freak of bathymetry, nature. I mean, so what, is, what the heck is bathymetry? Right, good question. Do you, do you know what bathymetry is? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, like when you look at a mountain, you look at the contour of the mountain, the height, and that, all that. Well, basically, bathymetry is the topography of the ocean floor right which is which has a canyon right similar to what mavs has yes and uh yep and similar to the canyon that runs out uh out from monterey bay it's like ghost tree or like black's beach in san diego deep water canyon Mm -hmm. so that allows the swell to come in unimpeded it doesn't drag on the ocean's bottom and slow it down now uh, nazare has this it has a canyon but then it's also got the shallow part so the wave comes in and sort of splits right and the part of the wave that's coming through the canyon is moving faster than the part of the wave that's moving through the shallow water because, of course, it's dragging on the bottom. And then they all meet up right off the point. And they make this big A-frame. That's what makes the A-frame. And Mavs Double does, up. Right. And Mavs does the same thing sort of thing. You know, there's a shallow spot and a deep spot, spot and it splits the swell up. But then right at the critical point, the two portions of the swell join together and then make this big hucking a-frame peak and that's that's well, magic and pete mel told me the weirdest thing is it's a beach break yeah which is uh, what is nazira oh, is a beach break it's a yeah. full beach break yeah. off the beach there right but the can there's the canyon out beyond so it's sort of, you know it's there isn't a reef per se like right. there is at mavs you know mm-hmm. where it's a defined rock uh bottom that the wave trips on and breaks it just hits a sandbar and goes off. Which is, a, I mean, I can't say it's safe by any means, but it's nice to have an escape route to the beach if the need be, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. I, with, I don't know. With 50 feet of white water, there's no safety. I, I, I want a channel, personally. <laughs> <laughs> Global warming, so forth, so forth. Is the future of uh, big wave surfing looking good to you? Theoretically, yes. The I mean, more you're the, the, you're the forecaster. The, What's going? The right? more the more heat there is in the ocean, the more evaporation is that imparts energy to the jet stream that fuels storm production. So theoretically, it's good. 
the downside is if the polar ice caps are melting, then all of a sudden you have more water in the ocean, and what used to be a six-foot high tide might be a 30-foot high right. tide. So, right, right, right. Well, and of course, as the atmosphere gets thinner, we all get skin cancer, too. Well, there you, you go, know? too. And so there's another... But I, unfortunately, I, the guy that runs our country doesn't believe in it. Oh, here we go. We're into the deep end of the pool. Politics since the Offen Bridge. Well, we only have four minutes left. Oh my God, three minutes. Are you, who are you, Georgia? <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> well, I, we shouldn't say anything. I think there is global warming, right? I mean, would you agree uh, from your research? And so, 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 from purely a scientific standpoint, the concentrations of CO2 in the atmosphere are going steadily up. I'm, you know. We could debate all day about the cause of it, but we went. We thought like 360 parts per million was a bad thing, and we're up to like 420 or 440 now, and there's no end in sight. So you do the math. So something's and happening. It. Something's definitely Follow what happening. Follow you want. Right. Back to Mavs. Will we have a contest this year? Do you think at Mavericks? I would certainly hope so. The atmosphere is primed. The jet stream is raging. Um, everyone's – we've been thinking we were going to have El Nino, that we're in El Nino, but we're not. But it looks atmospherically like we are, and that's the best the atmosphere has looked in quite a few years. So I would say odds are very good. You're hmm. excited. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm stoked. Okay. Wow. And, and uh, you'll get the call. They'll call you and say, what do you think? Should we run this contest? I'm looking at the models every day, every run of every model, and I'm looking for that magic moment. How I, much advance notice do you get looking at the models? Do you have a Well, a the, model, the models go out a week, but, yeah. you know, assume, okay, so on assume day seven of the model, you see, a, you know, a, mm -hmm. a storm forming. But the then purple it, blob. Right, the purple blob, right? But it still has to, the swell from that has to get to your beach. That's another three days or so. So Let's keep our fingers crossed. That's right. Mr. Sponsor, thank you so much for coming on the show. I, we hope you return. Oh. We hope you enjoyed yourself. You drove down. Where do you live? Hoffman Bay, right? Yeah. Thanks. For, we, th we thank you for driving down here to put up with TC and I. Yeah. Well, we put a lot of planning into this show. I, I got questions. I wrote questions. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote questions down. I got a whole list of questions. You're hitting the hard questions homework. tonight. Well done. Well done, at, Neil. I was at the brewery writing down questions. <laughs> trying to, trying uh, to shake that cold. Don't forget, tomorrow night's our local radio show. I'm here tomorrow night with the Cement Ship, great band, local band here on Santa Cruz. So enjoy some live music. And do not forget, next week, the one and only. Boom. Mr. Jason Jesse will be in the studio. Very what Jason's nice. going to say next week. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah we're going to find It'll out. It'll be exciting Jesse to have him say. back. Yeah. And I want to thank Chris, our engineer tonight. He does a stellar job. And once again, I want to thank Mark for coming down. Thank you, Mark. Looking forward to your... Yep. Stormsurf.com. Yep. Stormsurf.com. Stormsurf.com. You want to go surfing? Check out Stormsurf.com. Yeah. Neil TC here with the Off the Red Show. We're off to start, Benny. And see you next week with another Off the Red Show where our guest once again is the one and only Mr. Jason Jesse. From Capitola to Carmel, Red Hot News Talk, AM 1080, KSCO, Santa Cruz. For USA Radio News, I'm Rick Vincent. President Donald Trump takes to the airwaves to explain to the American people why he thinks a border wall between the U.S. and Mexico is needed. Trump says a wall can help keep out illegal drugs, gangs, 
and human traffickers. Over the years, thousands of Americans have been brutally killed by those who illegally entered our country, and thousands more lives will be lost if we don't act right now. In the Democratic response, House Majority Leader Nancy Pelosi says the president isn't being honest with the American people. Much of what we heard from President Trump throughout this sense of shutdown has been full of misinformation and even malice. The president has chosen fear. President Trump says the $5 billion he's requesting for border security will be more than paid for by stopping illegal drugs from entering the country and indirectly from the trade deal with Mexico. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, me again. I want to turn you on to a path to feel better, have more energy, and less sickness. It's a great website. Radiominerals.com. That's Radiominerals.com. The audio lectures, videos, and articles about health will captivate you, you'll see. Radiominerals.com features content from world-class alternative health experts who make a lot of sense and will capture your respect and admiration, particularly after you take their advice and try the recommended unique products designed to work in concert with your body to provide all the nutrition it needs. Log on to radiominerals.com and take advantage of all the free health information available there. Remember that education is your best defense against sickness and misery. Get inspired by visiting radiominerals.com where you can purchase their modular nutrition packs and see for yourself how good you can feel. Radiominerals.com Newly elected Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib tells CNN's Aaron Burnett out front. Her expletive-laden call for the impeachment of President Trump may have been a distraction, but it's a sentiment felt around the country. Very unapologetically me, and I know people back home that I've represented for six years in the state legislature in Michigan uh, are kind of used to my realness, used to this passion and uh, that I have. And I, I know for many people, uh, it, did, it did get the best of me at that moment. And for many people, it might have been a, very much a distraction. She says the focus right now should be on reopening the government. New York City's Democratic mayor says health care is a human right. So Bill de Blasio is rolling out a new health care program for all residents, regardless of immigration status. From this moment on in New York City, everyone is guaranteed the right to health care. The $100 million per year program to provide health care to all residents includes undocumented immigrants. It's called NYC Care, and it's for the estimated 600,000 people without health insurance in New York City. This is USA Radio News. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Soon enough, it was up to me to be his housekeeper and financial manager, too. When he moved in, I became his cook and even his nurse. But no matter what roles I play, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the roles you play. So to help, we created aarp.org slash caregiving, where you can connect with experts and other caregivers. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the... A former congressman is responding to claims that he left his gig on Capitol Hill to be a lobbyist. USA Radio Network's Tim Burke reports. Former Congressman Trey Gowdy denied Senator Elizabeth Warren's claim that he left Congress for a fat lobbyist paycheck. Warren took to Twitter and blasted the former congressman in a tweet saying that he foamed at the mouth at power in Congress, then retired and claimed he didn't enjoy it. Now it's clear Trey Gowdy just wanted a fat lobbyist paycheck. That should be illegal. 
Gowdy, former congressman in South Carolina, responds on Fox News. Well, there are a million things that you can legitimately criticize me for. Um, and if she's struggling to come up with a list, my wife is happy to help. But um, <laughs> I'm not a lobbyist. I'm not going to be a fat lobbyist. I'm not going to be a skinny lobbyist, a plus size one. I'm not lobbying at all. And that's a that's a factual matter. Amazon has stopped selling what some found to be offensive bath mats. More on that from USA's Chris Barnes. The online retail giant is pulling the product after the Council on American-Islamic Relations complained that the mats are offensive because the writings that are holy to Muslims would be stepped on or otherwise disrespected by customers. The products were available through a third-party seller. Amazon has removed them from the website effective immediately. Care saying it appreciates Amazon's prompt action, but since last week it has still received complaints about similar products on Amazon, including toilet seats. For USA Radio News, I'm Rick Vincent. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? 